This is Katie, and uh, this is the Firehouse Session with Glenn Hansard, our guest tonight. He's playing a very, very sold-out show at the Buzzkirk Chumley Theater. You might know him from his band The Frames, This Well Season, that movie Once that happened to win an Oscar, um, or his solo career. And um, we're going to start things off with the song. Hi, Glenn. Hi, how are you? Um, so I'll sing you this song. This is a Jason Molina song. Uh, called Hold On Magnolia. to be that strong But if you're stubborn like me Then I know what you're trying to be Hold on Magnolia To the thunder and the rain And to the lightning Let's just sign my name To the That station builds rain You might be holding the last light I see Before the dark finally gets a hold That lonesome 
I think it's almost time But if you're stubborn like me, then I know what you're trying to be. Hold on, Magnolia. Hold on, Magnolia. Glenn Hansard covering Jason Molina. Um, he's playing at the Buzzkirk Chumley Theater tonight, and we have him here live in the WFHB Firehouse Studios. I'm sorry, I'm a little, that got me a little emotional, yeah, <laughs> to be honest. <laughs> That's really a really incredible um, version of a really incredible song. Um, Thank you. Yeah, welcome to Bloomington. Uh, I don't know how familiar you are with our town, um, but Jason Molina is um, very close to the town's heart. That's great. In a lot of ways. You know, I wrote a letter to Bloomington, Indiana. That's the first fan letter I ever wrote was to Jason. Uh, About 15 years ago, I wrote a letter to a P.O. box here in Bloomington. (laughs) And and it was just to to tell him how much I loved his record. Um, I I bought his record in Birmingham, Alabama while on tour with my band. Uh, and I bought it just for the cover. I, I just saw this. It just said Songs of Hyatt, and it was like a little hair jumping through what looked like some kind of pagan um, hoop. And uh, and I bought the record and listened to it like continuously on tour, and it just became this really deep and beautiful record for me, and and something that I really leaned into emotionally and and got a lot from. And and I, and I and I was never in my life kind of drawn to write a letter to someone I had no idea. I had no idea when this music was made. I had no idea if it was old music, if it was new music. It was on a cassette, I remember. And uh, there was a P.O. box in huh. Indiana, and I wrote to it and, and asked him if he ever would consider coming to Ireland, that I would be most honoured to host him uh, at my house and, and do a tour together, maybe with my band, if he felt ever like playing Ireland. and Because uh, I thought Irish people would really dig this as much as I was. And he got back to me. And uh, he took me up on my offer and he came to Ireland and 
we spent time together and recorded some songs together and uh and that was the beginning of a long friendship um and uh many tours later uh, and songs later and, and he, he was he was hugely instrumental in, in some massive changes in my career um and he was a, a and he became a solid friend and uh not a thing you can say about a lot of people you know a solid you know people who understand as well because when you're traveling a lot and you're a musician you you there's an understanding that needs to happen with all of your friends is that i'm here for you i'm 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 busy and i'm traveling but i'm here and and jason was one of those people who very much got that spirit and uh we bonded on acdc and <laughs> uh, black sabbath and there's the stuff that we we know when we met first was we were talking mostly about rock music uh, but n neither neither music that I made nor he made seemed to reflect that particularly. But uh, there was such a such a wonderful sorrow uh, in his songs that uh, really came through everything he did. Yeah, yeah. So this is your first time visiting Bloomington, though. Where yes. You said, yes. Well, how does it? Have you walked the streets? Does no, it, not yet. I, I, I haven't. I, we got here a few hours ago, and uh, I did an interview earlier on for J about Jason with with a with a magazine and. Uh, and so and this and and I was very happy to 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 come and just play and talk about Jason because this I'm very excited to be here. I want to go over and see the secretly Canadian offices too. Yes, um, yeah, they're a little off the beaten path, but you can you can find them. I hope we can, I hope um, we can go over there and just just even stand outside for a minute. And even the studio, um, Jason had come in here and oh, had yeah. a relationship with our radio station. Oh, yeah, great. yeah, over the years, oh, and the the room that you're playing tonight um, was the site of a a huge uh, memorial concert oh, great. for him at the time. So it's nice Oh, well, then maybe nice I get to play my songs tonight then. Yeah, part I of the concert. So. <laughs> I'm a bit late, but I'll get to it. <laughs> I hope so. So, um, well, that's wonderful. So tell us about the EP that you're releasing next month. Yeah, well, the EP kind of came about in a, it kind of came about in a very natural way. I mean, we were, I was in Australia when I got the news of Jason's passing and it was, the, it was just so abstract and so, difficult to to digest and I came back through the states and and uh all I wanted to do really was hang out with his with his band I just wanted to hang out with the guys that were closest to him just to sit quietly maybe have a beer maybe just maybe talk about it but not not even to sort of deeply investigate but just to sort of sit quietly with these people that were close to him um and spend some time and so of course when musicians gather like that it, it seems natural to hit record on something <laughs> and 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 really i guess it was how we dealt how we dealt with the with the with the with the strange with this very strange news was just to play the songs and we played the songs in a studio in chicago and jeff tweedy uh, gave us some time he said come on in do it here uh and jeff came along and we just all sat around and we played jason's songs and uh and that and it was it was with the, the Sullivan brothers and Jeff Pinal and it was the guys who played on Magnolia and the guys who had come to Ireland with me uh, with Jason to play with me originally, and so these were these were old friends. So that was uh, in two thousand eleven. Yeah. Then so these these songs have been recorded for a while. Yeah, but we unreleased. just recorded them. We didn't really oh, okay. think about what we were going to do with them. We right. just recorded them, and uh, and then of course the idea of putting them out was exciting and it, and it was wonderful but really uh, to be honest I mean the recordings were really more personal they were just more about us spending a bit of time with the songs and uh, right. and then the idea to release them came up and I was like you know what it would be just great it would be wonderful to just to release these songs just as a as a 
as a nod, just as a tribute and a nod to a to a great writer. Yeah, that's really beautiful, and oh, uh, and we're we're happy that it's coming out, and hopefully you'll play some of those songs tonight at yeah. your show yeah. at the Buzzkirk Chumley Theater. Um, I think it's interesting. So, have you written any fan letters since that first one? Since it worked out so well. <laughs> the first time that no you know <laughs> I, I i did write i did write one other letter to a musician that i was really impressed with and it was a it was a guy called javier mas who mm. was a great spanish guitar player a great flamenco player who plays with leonard cohen i saw leonard play in australia and i was so taken by javier's playing that i wrote him a letter and uh we ended up hanging out with each other in barcelona and then he ended up recording some songs on my record and so it really does you know it, it pays to reach out to people you know, especially if your intention is right. If your intention is right, it always reaches somehow. You know, I think uh, whether whether it happens or not is really not important. But what's important is that you send out the message to someone that if you if you feel something. Yeah. And, uh, and I'm very, very grateful that I I'm very happy that I had the wherewithal back then to write a letter to this guy. I had no idea who he was. I had no idea of this, where this music came from, how old he was. I had no idea if it was a band or if it was a guy. I didn't know anything about it because it was before the days of being able to sort of just look something up on your phone, you know. But yeah, and hard to tell since the names of the band kept changing and right. sort of that's so right. hard to track down. Well, I imagine that you've had a chance by now in a long career to to make contact with not just peers, but some of your heroes or influences, you know. I would imagine. I mean, I don't know. You've you've covered Dylan, yeah. Van Mor the Into the Mystic. Yeah. Van Morrison uh, yeah. is one of your staples. Uh, so yeah. I just wonder how your relationship to your your influences or heroes might have changed. Well, I mean, it, it, at some point, it's a kind of an extraordinary thing that happens to anybody. But at some point, you grow up and you realize I'm a man, and you realize all these other guys that wrote all those other things are just guys as well. Mm -hmm. There's a, a kind of a strange <laughs> moment where you realize that hero worship doesn't actually serve your art anymore, mm -hmm. but respect does, and uh, and some kind of acknowledgement of someone's uh, ability to move you actually becomes much more useful than, oh my God, everything you do is the most amazing <laughs> thing. Because that, that language goes over people's heads. You know, in, in nowadays, if you want to, not nowadays, but always, if you want to actually communicate with somebody who's truly inspired you, you've got to be very selective with how you, how you uh, put that. Mm -hmm. Because, uh, and I know it from my own experience that, that you know, I remember when I, I remember I met Bob Dylan and I remember... I remember being, I remember meeting that moment straight on and, you know, Dylan was standing there in front of me. This is my lifelong hero. And, 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 the, and, and I said to him, I said, Bob, uh, meeting you is what it must have been like when you met Woody. And I must have just said the right thing because he just started talking about Woody Guthrie. And of course, his first thing was to deflect. He deflected and he, he'd start talking about Woody. And right. I loved it because, because it meant that, and I knew just enough about Woody to hold a conversation with Dylan about Woody Guthrie. And actually, it ended up being the most wonderful conversation for me as a, as a creative being to talk with this legend about something that he was inspired by, as opposed to me going up to him and saying, hey, Bob, uh, you know, everything you've ever written has inspired everything I've ever, <laughs> you know. And it, what do you say to that except, cool. Can I kiss the <laughs> ring, you know? Well, yeah, exactly. Yeah. No, I think um, the way to get to know somebody is to talk to them about what they love, you yes. know. So yeah. that's that's really beautiful. I'm glad that it worked out well. Again, you seem to have good luck, oh. you know, with. <laughs> well, those were two very fortunate situations. There's been other ones probably that weren't as 
I remember, you know, like anyway, just to, I don't want to get into name dropping and all <laughs> that, but but you know, there are sometimes you reach out to someone and you, you and your heart is in the right place and it doesn't land. Yeah. And they don't see it and that's okay. So I'm going to ask you for one more song, but first I wanted to ask you about your guitar because our wonderful engineer Jim told me that there's there's a history to your guitar. Well, actually, this guitar is a new guitar for me. I, oh, it's I, a new I usually one. use I, I usually use a different guitar than this, but uh, a friend of mine who lives in Switzerland. Uh, he found a church bench in the north of Ireland and uh, he, he he decided, and I just love this guy, I love the way he thinks, he decided he was going to turn this church bench into a guitar for me. And I was like, wow. And he said he said it to me years ago, he said, I found a church bench, I want to build you a guitar. Are you okay with that? And I was like, well, I mean, I'd love that, but, I, you know, uh, and he says, just give me a couple of years. So, because he had to do all this work on the wood and, and so he built his guitar out of a church bench. So the church bench would have been made of mahogany and it, it it would have traveled probably 200 years ago from South America by boat to Ireland, where it would have been, or England, where it would have been um, made into a piece of, you know, devotional furniture, wow. if you like. And then it, people would have prayed on it for or 100 year, 150 years, maybe. And then it was being eventually being thrown out. And so he took it and decided the wood was probably too important to just end up in a bonfire. So uh, he built a guitar out of it and it's funny how, how songs come through you know they say uh, instruments have a have a certain amount of songs in them and uh, it is really interesting how uh, the songs that this guitar has already given me you know yeah. it, 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 uh, it, 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 it's definitely it's been a, it's been an eye opener and um, and th to think that you know and of course me being Irish Catholic and, and it was a Protestant it was in a Protestant church I think that's wonderful <laughs> uh, uh, I just think it's a it's it, you know there's something about it, you know. That I, the, I'm definitely interested in the energy of things, not necessarily in the religious connotation, but in the, in the, in the energy of the wood that people would have sat on this in all kinds of states. It's got some, some prayers seeped into that 200-year-old so. wood. I guess so. That's yeah. wonderful. Well, um, if you could ask the, the guitar, the guitar to give us another <laughs> song yeah. uh, before yeah. we close it up, thanks. Uh, I'll sing you this song. This is a, this is a song that I, I've just been kind of working out as I go. This is a song called "Paying My Way." And it's a song, you know, very much in, the, I guess, in the, in the, like this, this guy's greatest point of pride is that he, he pays his bills. And that's kind of, that's about the size of it. So. <laughs> Come on, fingers. Well, you can't just get what you want without a little work a day. And you can't just stick out your hand. No, it doesn't work that way. Yeah, it's gonna be a long one. I'll be working all night long. Yeah, it's gonna be a long one. But I'm paying my way And there's not much joy in the work Unless you're born to do what they say And we gotta get down in the dirt Now if we wanna see some change Oh, it's gonna be a long I'll be working all night long Yeah, it's gonna be a long one 
but I'm paying my way. And the heart is sliding backwards on this long dark night of the soul. And you're the only thing that keeps me going on. It's gonna be a long one. Working my fingers to the bone Yeah, it's gonna be a long one But I'm paying my way I'm paying my way long walk home to you in the rain and there's not much left in the purse now by the time the bills are paid yeah it's gonna be a long one I can't wait for that weekend to roll along yeah it's gonna be a long one but I'm paying my way Oh, it's gonna be a long one I'm gonna take you out dancing all night long Yeah, it's gonna be a long one But I'm paying my way Paying my way Paying my way Fair work for fair pay with Glenn Hansard live in the WFHB studios. This has been Katie with the Firehouse Session. Thanks so much to our engineers, Jim Lang, Dan Withered, executive producer Jim Mannion, DJ Old Dirty Bryce. Thanks for letting us cut into your show. And thank you to Glenn Hansard for stopping by today. This has been Katie with WFHB's Firehouse Sessions.